found in the Old Testament in Psalms number 46 and in most of the Black Bibles the page is 550. So we're looking at Psalm 46, Old Testament, probably for you page 550. For the director of music of the sons of Korah, according to Alamoth, a song. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortune. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Okay, so yes, a couple of psalms we're going to be looking at as we lead up to Easter, Psalm 46 today, which is uh, one of my favourites, and uh, next week we're back into the sequential uh, side of it in Psalm 112, which is what we've been leading up to. Um, But first I'd like to share uh, a little bit about uh, myself, and some of you might know that I am an anxious person. Um, I get a bit scared from time to time. Some of my mates call me a wuss or a scaredy cat. I'm afraid of a lot of things. I'm afraid of snakes, very afraid of snakes. I'm afraid of spiders. And back in Sydney, we used to get the big huntsman spiders on our wall and my father would uh, put it in a cup and throw it at the neighbour's house. Um, I haven't uh, picked up that skill from my family of origin. The third thing I'm afraid of, and this is a bit weird and embarrassing to reveal, is napkins, okay? I used to work at a boat club and my hands would get really dry working on the boat and then we could go up to the bar and have a free pie and bottle of Coke and uh, the napkins just freaked me out. I just, it just <laughs> makes me shiver and my youth group kids in, in Sydney used to think that was really dumb and thought that was pretty funny. So I have a lot of fears, and you might think a guy like me needs some professional help, and you're probably right. But we do have fears in common, don't we? Uh, All of us. Uh, We all have fears, and we all have troubles. Maybe for you, your fear is a fear of loneliness. Or maybe for you, it's a fear about some issue in the family. Or maybe your fear is that of declining health and the end of life. Friends, a question I want to ask us this morning is, where do I turn in all my fears and troubles? 
Where do I turn in all my fears and troubles? In this day and age, there are lots of places to turn in our fears and troubles. In our technological age, we can run away from our fears and seek refuge in lots of different things. We can turn to Netflix and uh, bury ourselves in TV. We can turn to medicine and put all our hope in the doctors to save us from our troubles. Or we can get up and give up and get depressed. There's lots of options for us in our fear and trouble. And we can respond in a number of ways. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 46 to take these fears straight to God. That's what the Bible tells us this morning. The best way to respond in trouble is to take it to God, who is a strength and refuge, who is an ever-present help in trouble. To take it to the Lord and trust him to take care of us. That's the message of Psalm 46. So we're looking at Psalm 46 today. Uh, the Psalms have been a great treasure to many people throughout history. A great treasure to some of us, perhaps. I know they have been to me. But they were also a, tra- a great treasure to the people of Israel in the Old Testament times because the Psalms were the hymn book of Israel. It's what they used to sing praises to God in their temple. The Psalms was their rejoice hymn book. If you know me by now, you'll know that I love Christian praise music. I like to uh, sing to it at church or sing to it in the car or get YouTube up on my phone and sing to Hillsong and things like that. I really love that. Because singing gives us an opportunity to express our hearts and our emotions to God. And that's what Israel used the Psalms for as well. They were their hymn book. So in the same way, Psalm 46 today is a song. Uh, the, the hymn of Psalm 46 we sung before, that was the second time that hymn's been written because it was written first in the Bible. These are songs and they're composed from a time of life. There's something going on for the author as to why he composed it. It appears that Psalm 46 was written in a time of fear for the nation. We're not really sure what was going on for them. Maybe they were being invaded or attacked by enemies. And so this psalm is composed in a time of fear and worry. And it's saying God is their strength and their refuge. It's saying the best way to respond to fears and troubles in life is to take them to the Lord. Well, actually, worse than fear and trouble, this psalm depicts, firstly, a situation of total chaos, doesn't it? See in verse 2, he says, Even though the earth gives way, even though mountains fall into the heart of the sea, even though waters roar and foam and the mountains quake, this is a situation of chaos. It's like the decreation of the world. Everything is falling apart. And he says, even then, when my life's falling apart, when the world's falling apart, even then we will not fear, but we will trust in God as our strength and refuge. It's a great, amazing faith, isn't it? Even though utter chaos surrounds them in life, They will trust God. How is it possible to have a faith like that? Well, 
In this psalm, it teaches us that while we live in this crazy world that falls apart sometimes, that in the presence of God, there is safety. There is safety with God. You see, we see this in verse 4, where it talks about, I think, the peace of God's heavenly city. You know, instead of waves smashing and destroying the earth, in heaven the psalm speaks of a peaceful river whose streams, it says, make glad the city of God. The earth is out of control, but heaven is a place of peace and security. And the reason heaven is so peaceful, this psalm says, it is because it is the holy place where the Most High God dwells. The psalm portrays the earth as temporary and full of chaos, but heaven as safe. It's because in verse 5, he says, God is within that city of heaven. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. It's because God is there, ruling and reigning, that heaven is a safe place for God's people to be. Nothing can spoil it. Nothing can intrude on it. Because God is there. God is holding it together. Revelation says that there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. There will be no more fear. It will be perfect. It will be paradise. It will bring everlasting joy. That great city of Zion, that city of heaven, is the safe place where God rules. I want to ask us, are are we going to heaven? Will you be going to heaven? Do you have that hope? The Bible says that for those who trust that Jesus has paid for their sins and live with him as Lord, they can be sure that they will enter heaven. They can be 100% sure that because Jesus died to forgive them their sins, that they will enter heaven They will enter that everlasting joy. No more fear. No more chaos. Will that be you? Do you have the hope of heaven because you're trusting in Christ? A few years ago, um, in my last year of college, I was able to do some work experience at uh, some Presbyterian retirement homes in Sydney. And there were people there who were lonely and sick people there who were depressed and losing hope. Do you have the hope of heaven because you're trusting in Christ as your Lord and Saviour? Friends, the message of this psalm is that God is our strength and refuge and that when we reach heaven, there will be peace and safety for the one who trusts Jesus. So put your faith in Jesus. He won't let you down. Put your faith in his death and resurrection to forgive you. He will forgive you and then he will welcome you into this everlasting peace and joy. There will be no more fear and no more pain. But friends, until we reach heaven, we still have to face the troubles and fears of this world, don't we? Until we get there, we're still troubled by this sinful world and we're still afraid. 
Our friends might leave us. There might be broken relationships in our lives. Nations will go to war. People will carry out horrible crimes against each other. Our bodies will fail us. Remember the question from the start, where do we turn in all our fears and troubles? Friends, the answer is Jesus. You see, this psalm has said that heaven will be safe because of the presence of God. And there's a sense that we too are safe now because of the presence of Jesus that lives in us. That presence of God from heaven now lives in our hearts. Jesus lives in us by his Holy Spirit. We face these hardships and these tough things in life, but we can take comfort that because Jesus lives in us, that God is our refuge and strength. We can't be separated from that safe presence of God. Nothing can separate us from his love because his presence is in us. And by his spirit, Jesus now lives in you and me. And we can know in our hearts that God is our strength and refuge, our ever-present help in trouble. For the Christian, no matter what they face, they go to Jesus for help and comfort. Jesus, the Emmanuel, Jesus, the God with us. He's with us in a way that he's not with other people that he's not with the animals. For the Christian, because of Jesus, we can say, the Lord Almighty is with me. The God of Jacob is my fortress. Fortress is a a big stronghold at the top of a mountain where you can be safe from the enemy. The God of Jacob is my fortress, keeping me safe. We have God living in us, friends. We have Christ in us. Let us not forget the greatness of the hope that we have. We have God himself with us. He will never forsake us and he's promised to call us into his kingdom of heaven where the suffering will be brought to an end. So today, friends, I ask us, is the living God who we know in Christ, is he your strength and refuge? Is Jesus your strength and refuge? Friends, we need to lean more strongly and faithfully on Christ. We need to lean more strongly on our Lord Christ. Yes, I doubt things, but Jesus is more real than my doubts. Yes, I'm afraid of a lot of things, But Jesus is bigger than my fears. And because of his death and resurrection, he's proven to me that he's trustworthy. He's the Lord of this world. And I can trust him to take care of me no matter what happens. And I can trust him to take me into his new heaven and new earth. Jesus, God, is my strength and refuge, my ever-present help in my troubles. Therefore, I will not fear the Lord Almighty. The Lord Jesus Almighty is with me. The God of Jacob is my fortress. Friend, is Jesus your strength and refuge for your life today? In whatever season you're going through, 
He promises to be with you. You can rest on him. He's in control. He loves you. He won't let go of you as Jesus, your strength and refuge today. The Bible says God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our refuge and strength. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you that you have promised to be a refuge and a strength for us, a fortress. Our Father, we thank you that you are truly with us through the coming of the Lord Jesus and through the sending of your Holy Spirit. We thank you that you have promised to take us to your new creation where we will enjoy you and your people forever. Help us to trust in you and your promises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.